I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. This week, one of Central Africa's most notorious warlords appeared before the International Criminal Court for the first time. Bosco Intaganda, also known as the Terminator, is facing charges of war crimes and crimes against humanity. He's accused of murder, rape, and recruiting child soldiers during some of the bloodiest fighting in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Intaganda, who was indicted years ago, surprised authorities by turning himself into the U.S. Embassy in his native Rwanda last week. Katrina Manson is the Financial Times East Africa correspondent, and she was one of the last international journalists to have met Bosco Intaganda when he was still free. Katrina joins us now from Nairobi. Um, tell us about how and when you met this man, Katrina. Uh, what was the setting, and what was he like in person? What was interesting when I met him was that he he was in civilian clothing with a T-shirt saying peace and reconciliation across his front. And we we shared a thermos of tea, which is something I hadn't been expecting. Mm. He was in a black cowboy hat and, and veering between Swahili, English and French. So we sort of cobbled our way through the interview. We sipped tea as, as the rain came down about us and talked about his role within the Congolese army because although he was indicted in 2006, he actually continued in his role as a rebel and then was integrated into the army. And it was this moment that for the first time he came out on record and said that he was number two in a UN-backed operation. Wow. Well, I mean, how does an indicted war criminal, how, how is he able to negotiate his way around into the Congolese army uh, and keep uh, UN peacekeepers quiet on his side? I mean, does he have friends in high places? Well, he might have friends in high places, but he might also have uh, friends in low places, as it were, because his main concern when we met was that his troops absolutely loved him. And of course, that kind of loyalty from rebels means that you're on a very delicate tightrope, because if they choose to rebel again, then the kind of violence that you saw in Congo is reignited. Now, last week we learned that Bosco Ntaganda turned himself in the U.S. Embassy in Kigali. What has he allegedly done? Ah, oh, well, since the mid-90s, he's been fighting since he was something like 17. He was with the Rwandans throughout the genocide on the Tutsi side. And he then joined Rwandan-backed groups in Congo. And Bosco Ntaganda is accused of recruiting child soldiers under the age of 15. Subsequently, more uh, charges have been unveiled, including rape, sexual slavery and murder. And in one uh, very gruesome event, a massacre in 2008, where 150 people or so were killed. Explain his connection, if you would, to UN peacekeeping troops in Congo. They always distanced themselves from Bosco Ntaganda, but you found evidence that the UN was actually working with him. Well, it was all very awkward because, of course, you've got somebody who was indicted in 2006. Now, when I met him in 2010, as well as being with his troops, there was anecdotal evidence of him playing tennis with diplomats who didn't know recognize him, but certainly diplomats who dined in the same restaurants as him and either leaving or having to avert their eyes. Now, that's because no one was prepared to arrest him despite the arrest warrant. Uh, neither Congo nor the UN didn't, said it didn't have a mandate to, but it continued to avert its eyes. Katrina Manson is the Financial Times East Africa correspondent.